Hey, this is Michael Hutchinson, and you're listening to the Front Row Podcast. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Front Row Podcast. Uh, Stephen Burns here, I'm one of your co-hosts. With co-host Don Ross, and we have a very special guest today, Tyler Briggs from the Tongues Out Hockey Podcast. Tyler, welcome. Thanks, boys, for having me. I'm very happy to be here. I feel like I'm in a pretty good setting for a hockey podcast. We got some good bobbleheads. We got some junior hockey. Oh yeah, looking at us here. Lots of stuff yeah. going on. This is Jordan Tutu signed road hockey stick. Oh yeah. man, how long have you had that? I think I got it when I was in elementary school. As a Crestview, yeah. he came to visit us. You know what's funny is actually on my shelf in my basement. I might have actually stolen this from my sister, but I've got like oh a blue piece of paper with the exact same autograph on it when he came to I think Crestview or Ness yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. But uh, exact same autograph. Hilarious. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, he, he has such a just cool story. But yeah, another time. Don, how you doing? I'm good. Good, good. Excellent. Ready Thanks. To, ready okay. to talk some? Uh, what are we talking today? Line A. Um, trade deadline, which is yes. coming up. Deadline. Monday. I guess by I the believe. time this comes out, this is pretty much like as good of a primary as you're going to get right here. Well, yeah. my, my hope is that something will actually happen during the podcast. I know. Wouldn't that be good? That would be something. There has been a trade. <laughs> and, I guess that's from the draft. Uh, but <laughs> the trade is one for one. I got a train to announce. <laughs> you're going to want to hear this one. You remember that one from the, the draft in 2013? Yeah. Uh, uh, 11th? Uh, the Corey Schneider trade. Okay. In New Jersey, oh, yeah. there's a trade, and they're all booing him, and he's like, "I think you're gonna want to hear this one." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he drops the bomb on the Devils fans. That was awesome. That's an interesting case, Corey yeah. Schneider. That was yeah. Um, that, is a, that is a very interesting like, case. At 2011, we're booing uh, Batman. He's like, "Hey, get yeah, your turn to set it down." <laughs> oh, at the, at the draft. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, we're That's right. Like, Just be quiet. He did like he gave, like a, gave us like a little wave. <laughs> Yeah. Get your turn, because <laughs> he wanted to, wanted to say what he wanted to say. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, he knows that he plays the role by now, which is which is pretty much the the best way to handle. Oh it, so. man, he is like the ultimate like he's like the ultimate heel. Oh yeah. You know, like 100%. if if a if a commissioner could be like a a, a heel in wrestling, like, <laughs> I I oh he's just perfect. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So after we talk. Uh, Lion A trade deadline, we're going to get into uh, some hockey movies, just reminisce about our favorites. Oh, man. Um, obviously, a lot of good ones out there, but um, yeah, so uh, let's just kind of maybe jump into the first topic here. Uh, Briggsy, if you want to jump in first, and uh, sure. I mean, I think for me anyways, the I was expecting to come in here and talk about another game where Lion A no didn't score, he fanned on a shot, but... Yep. Two Wait. goals against the Vegas Golden Knights, so um, well, just kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, Don, jump in here, what are your, what are your yes. thoughts? Like he had found on the two shots there, and he went to get a different stick and got two goals. You could tell. <laughs> you could tell they were trying to tee him up. I think Shifley yeah. caught him off guard with a couple, uh, couple short passes. And mm-hmm. you know the really cool thing about shooters like Lionel even when they're like brutal passes, like if that came to me or you, Bernsey, like that would just be like oh. a grenade, and we'd be like swatting it away, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw it into the corner. Yeah, exactly, the safe zone. But uh, Lionel did a. I mean, you could tell he was. He was dialed in. It was nice to see him, in my opinion. Like it was really, really nice to see him on the left wing. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, that would have been, uh, I think that might have been the first time we'd seen that all season. He's uh, played. Yeah, and Maurice talked about how he liked Line A on the left side. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Ovechkin, same right hand shot, who's right. played on the left side his whole career. Yeah, I was thinking about that on the way over. The mm-hmm. exact same thing. Like, So, yeah, and, and I've been wanting to see, when he moved Line A to the left side, I, I kind of have been, I wanted to see him with Shifley and Wheeler for yes. such a long time. And yes. I thought Wheeler's post game comments were interesting about how Line A's a bit of a different player from those two, so he might mm-hmm. have to adjust a little bit, but I mean, their possession numbers looked good last night. Yep. They, I mean, they connected on the power play a couple times. So I think I hope that they get at least a five, six game stretch where the, that line they is can give that a go. And while now they don't really have any reason to break up the second line of Little Connor and Ehlers, yeah. I don't know what you guys thought of that. But that was, oh, they were what a start! Yeah. Don, did good. you get to see the game? Uh, I watched the first two pairs and I went to bed because mm-hmm. I had to work in the morning. So uh, responsible. The responsible. Yeah. This is the responsible. I would have stayed up. Yeah. Uh, who would you sh- trade straight up for Mark Stone? Who would I trade straight up? Yeah, from the Jets. Well, we might as well get into the juicy stuff yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. so putting on my uh, GM hat, you know, I'm picking up the phone. I'm going to call Pierre Dorian. I'm going to be like, hey, look, Pierre, you, if you're going to be trading all these all these players with all these contracts, you're going to need to get to the salary cap floor. Mm-hmm. And so I got a guy on defense that uh, might, you might just uh, – might just help solidify the back end enough for the next season that you guys aren't going to get blown out of the water. His name is Dmitry Kulikov. He makes about four and four and a half, maybe four point three million dollars. Yeah. Uh, he's under contract for one more season after this one, I believe. Uh, but then you know maybe I'll maybe I'll toss you Christian Veselainen because I don't really know what. Not really too sure where his head's at with him yeah. over in Sweden now. You know I think you're going to get a pretty good uh, Finnish league. Fin- I think he's in the Finnish league. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know, KHL, pretty sure. Okay. Playing for Finland. Uh, Joker it. Yeah, Joker, that's yeah. right. Finland, yeah, yeah. 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 So I would I would send him uh Veselinen. That would be a tough one to part with, but because the Jets have so many prospects, I mean I'll let you guys weigh in on this obviously, but uh, if you have tons like yeah. okay you have some Yeah, yeah. I just feel like <laughs> throwing them Kulikov, I mean, you're gonna have to obviously give them a pretty decent player. And then a first round pick. Yeah. And then uh Pierre, yeah, you may as well just hand him over. Yeah, he's stolen. Stolen wants to come here anyway. So it'd be nice to get that Kulikov contract off the books, right? I think that would free up a lot yeah. for a team that hasn't done a lot of uh, legwork on their RFA's this year. No. At least uh, from our understanding, the Jets kind of keep a pretty tight ship, though. Yeah. Right. So, and so I'm surprised that any GMs hasn't done this yet. Sign a player for one year mm-hmm. and offer an eight-year contract extension. So you have him for one year. One year. Oh, offer eight-year right, extension. Right. Because then you have it for nine years. It's essentially a nine Yeah, year. I wouldn't be surprised if you see something like that. Like, oh, I haven't. Surprised I haven't. No, no one had done it yet. Yeah. Like someone like Lou or. Who's that's like a Lamorella. That's <laughs> yeah. a Lamorella thing to do, right? Yeah. Sweet like, Lou. Oh, what a guy. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, uh, going back to Line A. Um, right. I, I'm just interested in both your thoughts about um, just his struggles in general. Um, you know, I, I was I'm kind of of the opinion that obviously he was struggling, and and there was definitely times where he probably could have battled a little harder, mm-hmm. probably could have done this, this, and this. But um, I, I do think that um, you know every young player is going to go through struggles, especially Absolutely. even you know it's his third year in the league, but he's still 20 years old, definitely. right? And yep. and you know like we don't know there could be something going on in his personal life, yeah. sort of thing. So there's just a lot to consider. But um, I always kind of figured he was going to 
break out of it, and you know there was lots of people saying we should trade Line A, should go to the Moose, oh, and this, the Moose stuff. Yeah, like he's that. still and on a he's still on an entry level deal. Yeah, so he could go he with the waivers. Yeah. Oh my god, I just yeah. For me, it's just like <laughs> I. I I've, I've made it pretty vocal on social media that I'm not a big fan of Paul Maurice. I think yes. he's a good coach, respect him a lot, and I'm not going to get into that. But um, I did kind of like his comments about kind of just letting him work through it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that is important as much as you want to change some stuff up. And now obviously are because the team was playing so awful heading into last night's game. Yeah, holy smokes. Um, but, skin. yeah, I mean, I, I don't think – I just – I think I saw a lot of negativity just as far as, like, you know, he doesn't want to be here, he doesn't care about the team, mm-hmm. selfish player, blah, blah, blah. A lot of the same stuff that Ovi dealt with for right. the first, like, oh, five, man. six Ovi years of his career, right? 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 Exactly. So, like, you guys, like, what are your thoughts on, is he back? Do you think we should get rid of him? Mm-hmm. What's, uh, what are you guys thinking on that? Donnie? I don't know. It's like, they, you brought up good points. I, is it, uh... A lot of players, you need to shake their cage. You know, die telling their right yeah. like, times, okay, hey, down here, prove, hey, prove yourself back. If you want to go back, prove yourself. Send you down to like the third line, fourth line, prove yourself and work themselves up. Mm-hmm. Some, a lot of players are like that. It's like if you shake their cage, like, hey, send them down. And then they like, boom. Oh, like, it's like the bottom six. Yeah, it's like yeah. they yeah. shake their ch- cage. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that what you mean. Then it's... And then some of them like, oh, shoot, I'm smart enough and, like, get my head back in the game, right? Yeah, that's a very good point. And some catch on quick, pretty quick and some take a few games down there, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so. He'd be uh, he'd be one of those players that I think would probably struggle in that. Yeah. That, uh, I, I, I could tell that was kind of where you were leading, but he'd yeah. be one of those types of players that would probably struggle in a role like that. Yeah, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know how well he'd respond yeah. to, like, a healthy scratch exactly. sort of thing. That's yeah. why I'm not scratching him, but it's... Yeah. Put him down, like bumping him down. Like One three or four, right? yeah. rotate there. And he and he, he did get a chance. I think he was playing with uh, Tanev and was it Lowry at one point? Um, a yeah. game or two in the Colorado game. I know he was moved yeah. with Cop and Tanev. That I was believe. yeah. Like, okay. Did yeah. like for a couple of games, see if he actually yeah, yeah. like he was. Fire. That was essentially the yeah. doghouse yeah. for him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one uh, one really good point was brought up by uh, actually a podcast that I listened to called Third Man In Podcast, hosted yeah. by Terry Ryan. Uh, former Montreal Canadiens first round uh, draft pick turned out to be a bust, but anyways, <laughs> um, he uh, he's he's had the opportunity to be on the inside. He was up with the Montreal Canadiens for a little while and saw players go through their struggles, right? Their ups and downs of the season, like some like this was in the mid '90s. So talking about like Vincent Danfoos, Mark Recchi, that kind of right. era of the Canadiens, yeah, yeah. but uh, some of the players would go through some slumps similar to that, and the the message. Uh, Ryan wanted to get across was that uh, um, what you see on the outside from a fan's perspective is about like 1% of yeah. what goes on completely, right? Exactly. And, I, and I think yeah. a lot of people kind of forget that. Like, not saying there's things going on in his personal life or whatever, but you, you just don't know, right? And so I've, I find that I'm a, well, at least I try to put myself in the player's shoes a lot of times because, I mean, I never really played at a super high level, but um, I try to be as respectful as possible, I guess. And so with line A, it was, to me, I just thought, like, everything that we have seen of him, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to discount that. Like, everything that he's done for Winnipeg Mm -hmm. beforehand, like, he was, like, one of the fourth youngest players to score 100 goals in in the NHL history or something like that. In the last three years, he's, aside from Ovi, he's scored the most goals in the NHL. Exactly. So that's a guy that's probably, he's probably in a, 
pretty delicate situation. You want to be as patient as possible. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I mean, he's a pretty cocky guy. Yeah, he's, least, he's got a good confidence. He does, yeah. And so to see a guy down like that, like you know that when a guy is down like that, he's going to be real hard on himself. Yeah, well, right? I think I think conversely to him having a bit of a, you know, he's got a lot of confidence. He's also, it seems like he's his own biggest critic. Oh, for sure. And so I'm sure, I mean, he's probably never gone through this in his entire career, right? He's never struggled oh, before. Yeah. He's never struggled to score. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, the guy probably could have scored in his sleep playing yeah, uh, as a kid, I'm exactly. sure. Exactly. Well, so it's, it's, sorry. They say, like, Winnipeg's like a fish wall, so, like, it that magnifies yeah. Yeah. it. Like, if he was in Florida, he probably could have hit a little bit, right? But Yeah, it's like, okay, or, like, somewhere, like, low-key Arizona, yep. Carolina. Yep. Like, you kind of yep. like, okay, I go hide under the sh- shelf for a little bit yeah come yeah. back and like Ugh. Winnipeg is definitely a very intense yeah, we, fan base it is and, yeah, oh we, yeah like we, I'm sure he was bit, I'm sure if he went out for breakfast at Stella's yeah. Cafe or something like no, that he'd be mobbed no yeah. he'd be mobbed right and be, yeah. you know there'd be people saying when are you gonna score you know yeah. like come on Lady, pick it up yeah it's like yeah this team here like people like look through it like a f- fine comb right yeah, like, like, oh yes comb it's like yeah. okay yeah. now you yep. don't get people like that now in no. Florida or Carolina. Or no, anything. definitely not. And um, I think moving him on to the left wing, um, like we were just kind of talking mm. off air, uh, the Ovechkins played the left side. He's very similar type of player, a little more low energy, right? But, uh, oh, all good? No, I couldn't read it. Anymore. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a lower energy version of Ovechkin, but he's essentially the same type of player. Right? Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have that same yeah. explosiveness. No, definitely not. And I, yeah. think, and I think that's another reason why I'll, I think he kind of rubs people the wrong way and faces a lot of heat because, because he doesn't have that, like, million-dollar Nikolai Ehlers smile after he scores, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's just kind of he's just kind of dull a little bit. And I think that if he was a little more excited, exciting on the ice, a little kinda more... Like Don Cherry type of guy is a low-key, not-celebrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's mm. just kind of got, like, a quiet cockiness to him. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if he was a little more smiley, like Ehlers, like, even if he wasn't scoring, like, Ehlers didn't score a goal in the playoffs last year, and I think that kind of flew under the radar. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Ehlers just... Yeah, he seems like a little more of a likable guy. At yeah. Least, at least... He's higher energy. He's just got that explosive... Exactly. Speed, like, right? you see but... the guy, and he just, like... Like, I was watching him after he scored yesterday against Vegas, and he scores the goal right off the bat and he's got the big huge grin ear to ear and it's just like man this guy yeah exactly and like literally i was smiling watching him like i've got my beer in my hand i'm watching me i'm like yeah look at him so happy so yeah no that's a good point i was talking about this with some friends last night when we were watching the game where my kind of whole opinion of line a Mm -hmm. um is that he's right now he is an elite scorer i don't think there's any doubt about that but he's maybe not an elite player yet yes and i think maybe jets fans still expect him to be alexander ovechkin but he he never he may never have that yeah that blazing speed that extra 10 percent that yeah exactly but i still think he would get i still think he he could get there and i I still think people were pretty hard on the guy he's gonna be the next great goal scorer he really is right because he's a second overall pick, and people yeah. expect him, like, up yeah. here, but he's, yeah. like, actually down here right yeah. now, and then he, he's working up to be there. I think I think the fact, too, that he kind of closed the gap <laughs> with Austin Matthews really led to very that, quickly. too. Very yeah. quickly, He closed it very quickly, and then now, like, now it's very evident that Austin Matthews is a better all-around hockey player, like, without a yeah. doubt. Yeah, But... Yeah, I think I think people just need to kind of temper their expectations a bit. Be like, he's going to score his goals, he's going to get his power yeah. play goals, but, you know, he's maybe... 
he's maybe going to be like 40 goals, 22, 23 assists every year. The old Cy Young stat. Yeah, he may never yeah. be a 100-point guy. But, yeah, um, definitely not. Definitely. Well, I wouldn't say never, but yeah, no, I definitely agree with you yeah, for sure. So it, it's Diff- interesting, though, and I, I feel like he was getting a lot of heat for the team's struggles, but I mean, top to bottom over mm-hmm. before the Vegas game for probably like three weeks, maybe even longer, the Jets were playing awful. From It's been from, rough. From Blake Wheeler to right Dmitry now. Kulikov, they right. were all playing terrible. Yeah, definitely. So... But, yeah, I, I'm glad he scored a couple goals, and hopefully he gets back on track here. But uh, I'm, I'm not worried about him. No, definitely not. I'm not. This is our slump right now, right? Boom. Exactly. Hey, everything goes through a slump. We haven't done it yet, so. Oh, and what a way to bust it. You're in <laughs> Vegas. You had, a, you had a day off before. Yeah. And then you got a day off the day after. So you know that they're probably going to be doing a little bit of team bonding today. Almost, that's a Mark Messier guarantee. Team bonding. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so a little trip like this could be just what this team needs yeah. to like that Colorado Definitely. loss I mean this team hasn't lost that bad in like I, I honestly I don't I can't if recall that, a game yeah if, if that hadn't if that wasn't a wake up call for them it would then it would have been to the point where it's like okay I know they're in first place yes but if that loss in Colorado wasn't a wake up call to this mm-hmm. team then I'd be like I, I don't believe in this yeah. team like, I think this can't. yeah I think this team is but they've responded well I think they're too good to uh, to discount or to yes. uh, to rule out completely to say that they're not mm-hmm. a contender. I think that they're not like a top level contender at the moment. But even uh, I heard this stat the really, other day. There's really only one top level contender right now. <laughs> exactly. The whole league, right? Tampa Bay is kind of on an island by yeah, themselves. Every other team's gone through their rough patches. Ex- exactly. The Leafs, the Bruins, the Jets, Predators. Yeah. Tampa Bay do their fizz on the playoffs and like out first round exactly the, uh, <laughs> one of the one of the stats I heard the other day was that the 1989 Calgary Flames, 89 Flames yeah. won the Stanley Cup of course right yeah. uh, they actually I think it was a little bit later in the season but they actually went through a stretch where they lost 10 in a row Wow. Yeah, and they still and they still managed to rally and win still the Stanley Cup. So yeah, and that, that's still, that's the interesting thing with the Jets for me is that I I still I mean you you don't have Stastny but aside from that and I mean I think Enstrom is a big piece missing this year just on the back end but yeah. um, I, I, I agree that the roster's too good to Definitely. and getting Ehlers back is huge because mm-hmm. as far as the Jets just like possession ozone time like mm-hmm. that dipped pretty significantly when him and Bufflin were kind of over the last little lineup yes. and so having him back and then when we do get a healthy Dustin Bufflin back mm-hmm. I think that um, you know that maybe with a couple trade deadline acquisitions I think can really uh, oh definitely so, uh, speaking of a uh, Patrick Line, Mitchell Quint- Clinton, sorry, works yeah. for the Winnipeg Jets, just tweeted this photo. Ooh, Looks yeah. like Patty Line smashed some glass in Arizona. Oh, boy. With his one-timer, so. My God, that's Patrick Line's music. <laughs> <laughs> glass shatters. Stone cold. <laughs> yeah. so that, maybe that's a good sign. Maybe, I maybe he'll shatter some twine tomorrow. Oh, so they're already in Arizona. They, oh, yes, yep. looks like they are already Jeez, in. So they left Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Interesting today. Um, um, must have been a pretty hungover play, and that's what I'm guessing. I assume so. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I wonder what the corner boys are doing hungover. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A couple of friend of ours, friends of ours made the trip down there, and Don oh, yeah, spotted like them Matt, on the Winnipeg Jets Twitter. Matt Sherger and Dustin Mickelson, yep. Cabot, and all uh, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Corey Zerobic, Jemima's goaltender. Yeah, backup uh, backup goaltender for Kronar as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a busy he, guy. He likes his... Uh, the coach of both teams, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. The legendary Don Ross. The legendary Ross. coach Don Ross. Yeah. Do you yeah. still wear the fedora? Uh, well, 
Yeah. Once in a while, but yeah. I don't. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Love doing. it. And of course, we got to mention Cam Sass, too. I don't think Cam Sass. Right, we don't want to think about him. Yeah, we don't want to think about Cam Sass. Yeah, yeah. moving on. That guy sucks. <laughs> Just kidding, Cam. Um, but moving on, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it was interesting today because we, we were talking about them going to Arizona already. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to what, what I was going to get lunch today. I was listening to Illegal Curve, and they were talking about um, when the Jets might fly out of Arizona. Because if they fly out the Monday and somebody yeah. gets traded while they're on the plane, oh. they were wondering how that might work. But anyways, how that might work, yeah. That kind of goes right into our next segment, which is the deadline. The deadline. The deadline. Yeah. We're running out of time here. This is going to get good. Haven't seen anything yet as far as the Twitter world goes, as far as trades go, but I know the Rangers sat their three guys today. Um, Hayes, Zuccarello, and... Darth Quader. Adam McQuaid. Adam McQuaid. Yeah. yeah. Scary a, son of a, a tough, you know what? A tough hombre, as oh, Pierre Maguire says. A tough hombre. Oh man, did you see Pierre almost get it by that puck? I did. Yeah. Oh man. I, and you see who are that was closest to them? I was like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, that would have been awful. That would have been awful. And the worst part was is that if he was like seriously hurt, you know that like it would have not been a pleasant reaction on social media because oh. you know what his reputation's like. Yeah, he's gotta be. Nobody would have felt sorry for. He rubs some people the wrong way. He does. Um, but yeah, let's kind of um, let's kind of maybe get into some of the trades that have already happened. Yeah, um, I know today uh, Ben Lovejoy to the Stars. I, I yeah. just wonder if that's uh, I think Stephen Johns's health is kind of up in the air, so I wonder. Oh, if that's is it? Be, yeah, uh, a replacement slash depth thing. Oh, and um, Charlie Coyle was kind of the, it's kind of been the biggest one so far to the Bruins. Right, Charlie Coyle for was it Ryan Donato? Donato yeah. went out fifth or something. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I think yeah. it, it sounds right. If I remember, uh, is it uh, Coyle, Son of Ducci, and draft pick to Minnesota for Brett Burns? We were there. Yeah. Do you remember when that trade went down? Yeah. It was yeah. Great. And I remember, <laughs> so this is kind of funny. So Don and I went to the 2011 NHL entry draft, of course. And so we're, we're in the Minnesota Wild store just after the first round. And I think that trade happened like late in the first round. And so anyways, we're in the store. And these two ladies were talking like, oh, that Brett Burns, we're going to miss him here. Did you know he has a house full of snakes? He's quite the character. And then the rest is history. <laughs> then we um, met uh, Bill Daly. Yes, we did meet Bill Daly. And then he knocked right. over his like, hockey cards or something. Oh, uh, I remember. Yeah, he knocked us in and then he swore and was picking them up. He <laughs> to pick up his cards. So yeah, I just yeah, want to spend like, a day with Brent Burns. And just, Wouldn't like, you? Like, yeah. During the off-season. Hop like, in his RV and go for a ride? Yeah. yeah. That would be so, hilarious. So bizarre. Um, um, the, uh, the Boston trade that you were just yes, talking about yeah, was Coil for uh, Ryan Donato and a fifth-round pick. I think I like that trade for both teams. Yeah. Like I think Coyle pr- rounds out what is already a pretty good forward group for Boston. Agreed, yeah. Um, as far as Donato goes, I feel like he still has a lot of upside, so this could work out for Minnesota. They as haven't well. really scratched the surface with him. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't really gotten a, a he, solid opportunity yet, and maybe with a weaker yeah. Minnesota team that's now missing Koivu and Cole mm-hmm. Coyle. Yeah, Coyle, like yeah, he might be able to get a a bit of an opportunity. It'd be a really good opportunity for him. Nine. Definitely agree. Um, what else we got? Dumbo's good too. Uh, that Ryan Donato actually he played in the the Olympics for he US. Did. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Most um, Capitals made a couple moves. Um, getting Wait, Haglin, which is oh yeah, they did pretty, get Carl Haglin. Pretty pretty low key, but yeah, good depth guy and, and won a pair of cups. Like, um, signing Nick, not signing. Yeah, I guess trading for and signing signing Nick Jensen from yeah, the Red Wings. Did they sign him? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Eh? Oh, ten, sweet. Or not ten year deal. Ten million dollars. Ten year deal. Jesus years. Christ! Back to the Luongo contracts, <laughs> yeah. the Mike Richards and Jeff Carter deals. But um, yeah, I think that's 
pretty good one for the Caps. I mean, Jensen's having a pretty nice season with Detroit, and is, he's kind of come out of nowhere, hey? Yeah. Like, he's been like a, I don't want to say he's like, because he's a little bit older. I think he's about 28 years old, if he's, I'm not wrong. Yeah. He's, I remember seeing him with Grand Rapids a couple times, and he, he always looked just like very smart, very good puck mover. And, yep. So I think he'll he'll kind of maybe take Brooks or Pick's place is kind of what I'm oh, hearing. And yeah, like, yeah. That's probably a could be this year's Michael Kemp. Bit of a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So good thing for the Capitals there. And then obviously the big one that broke yesterday was Matt Duchesne to the Columbus Blue Jackets. The BJs, yeah, that's right. Which yeah. is going to be... Uh, what are your guys' read on Columbus? Because they have now three pending superstar free agents, two of which are pretty much guaranteed to not... Resigned? Do you like? Do you think this is Kekaline and saying, "Hey, let's just get Duchesne, go for a cup this year, and then deal with it"? I think this must be like yeah. the, the procrastinator oh. in him. Don, you're oh, the Sens fan, so you. Yeah, okay. uh, I think you should take buddy. this one here on this trade. So, what do you think about the return? First off, the return. A uh, couple they, prospects we haven't heard of. Yeah, Vitali Abramov and like Jonathan Davidson. Uh all in, you know. Yeah. Or Columbus, I guess. Did you see the conditions on the trade? If he signs with uh, Columbus, they get a conditional first round draft pick in twenty twenty. I heard they get another additional prospect, or and an, was it an additional prospect or something like that? It was weird. It was really really a weird. First round, a conditional first round. Yeah, twenty nineteen or twenty twenty first round pick and a conditional first round pick. Right. So I'm not sure which like what that means. I I kind of like the. Uh, I think Duchesne's at a point in his career where he probably wants to sign a long-term contract. So I mm. kind of, I maybe he tests free agency. But I I like his chances of resigning at Columbus, depending on what happens with the other two uh, elephants yeah. in the room, right? Well, the Russians, that's, right. That's the thing too. Where Aaron and Bobrovsky. Yeah. yeah, like it could have been them going for Bobrovsky. It could also be. Kekalein and saying, "Well, if we're going to lose Panarin at the end of the year, at least we have Matt Duchesne. We yes. now have you know two number one centers. So. Definitely." But um, yeah, that's an interesting one. But they're they're kind of in a tough spot too, where they could end up sliding over into the other division for the first round too, because mm-hmm. I think they're sitting in the the first wild card spot. If I if I am correct, and I can't remember who's in the the second one. They are third. Oh, they're right third. Now. How much of a lead do they have on Pittsburgh? Are they tied? Tied. Tied in points. No. So if you slip over in that last wild card spot, you get Tampa first round. And so I don't care if you have Matt Duchesne, Panarin, and Poprovsky. Like, you're doing I don't think you're being Wait, you think we should get uh, Howard from Detroit? Who's that? Uh, Columbus. Columbus? If he were Columbus, do you think they could get uh, Howard? Well, then you got two two goalies that potentially leave as well, right? So I think they're probably going to stay clear away from... And, and who, who do they have backing up? I think it's Corpusalo. Junis Corpusalo, yeah. I think it's still him. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. But. It's a very big, like, prove-it year for Borowski to even if he was, didn't want out, but, like, he hasn't exactly had the best playoff success. No, not at all. Wait, he, he got trade from Philly, right? Philadelphia, yeah. 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 He was there for Philly. Yeah. Thanks, Philly. <laughs> <laughs> That's love. definitely a Philadelphia Flyers move. Oh, look at these prospects here. Vitaly Abramov. Yes, that was part of the deal. 20 years old. Third-round pick, I think. Um, I was looking up his stuff yesterday. Yes. Playing for Belleville. Yeah. Third round pick. Um, 22 points in 52 games with the Cleveland Monsters As a before rookie? the trade. As, As a, a rookie. rookie 20 yeah. years old. So yeah. That's pretty damn good. Um, which is not bad. For yeah. Sure. So he seems like he'll be a... I mean, he had some big years in the queue. Yeah. Um, seems like he'll be a pretty decent prospect. And then Davidson is a little older. Yes. Um, he's been in Sweden. He's like a seventh rounder, eh? So he's kind of like flown under the radar. 
Yeah, sixth round. Sixth round, yeah. But um, yeah, he so he's playing in Sweden right now, but he's having a pretty, pretty solid season for. Uh, I'd heard on a couple different uh, outlets that he's kind of like quietly like a really sneaky good piece to this deal. Mm-hmm. I'd heard that. So hey, before we looked up, we we found a player from Sweden, Broberg. Broberg. Yeah, <laughs> the name Broberg. Broberg. Who's he play for? Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's draft eligible. Yeah, draft eligible. Broberg. Wow, what an awesome name. Yeah, like, Broberg. You know his nickname is Broski. <laughs> yeah. like Bro- Gr- Gronk's favorite hockey player. Oh, yeah. Broberg. <laughs> Broski. Bro, yeah. That was um, awesome. Like, we, so, uh, sorry. we had the names on the, the Kroner jerseys. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. put Broberg on the <laughs> Oh, that would be a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, on our uh, beer league team. We got that. Well, Bernsey knows because Bernsey's alumni. Played the one year. That's right. Who were you when you played for the Swedish uh, Corona? Cronwall. You were Cronwall. 55? 55. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I'm Oduya. Oh, nice. I'm Oduya. Yeah. No, although I'm not playing this year. Mm. Yeah. No, I haven't played uh, Haven't played since that first year. Yeah, I think I ended up starting a team with some, some buddies. That's the yeah. year you, you played that. SPC and lost. What's that? They played SPC that year. We played oh, the Pizza Corona, Cats. Corona, yeah. yeah. The SPC. I remember that when we were on the Pizza Cats. Yeah. Beat you guys. <laughs> lit, up, lit up Beezer in that. <laughs> Shout out to Beezer. <laughs> the, um, so there's still quite a few big names left on the the actual free agent board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. You want to run, run through them a little sure, bit? Sure. Yeah. Let's, let's start, with, uh, start with Mr. Stone at the top. What, what do you think? I still think there's maybe a possibility he could resign in Ottawa, but yep. if he doesn't, if he does get traded, I know the Jets, Predators, probably a few other teams have been linked to him. So yeah, I'm sure Don's been. I'm sure Don's been messaging him on Twitter, telling him to come yeah. home, come have a pizza at Boston Pizza. I'm sure Don's been. <laughs> yeah. been no, asking. I saw him at the Hojo. Treat him to beers. That's at the right, Hojo. he did. Yeah, yeah. Does he still follow you on Twitter? Yes, he does. Nice. Yeah. He uh, he actually so his dad Rob Rob Stone uh, yes. worked for a company that I work for and he's recently retired but he still plays in the uh, the hockey league so he's a little bit older and so I play against him I played against him a few weeks ago but anyways uh, uh, well he like he likes to talk about about his kids in the dressing room like he always does yeah. and so anyways uh, I he's he's not in the building on it because he's retired now so anyways uh, I asked my uh, I asked my connection, like, "Hey, could you uh, maybe talk to Stony and find out where he's going?" And he said, "No, no, I'm afraid to ask him. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't even want to. Doesn't want to influence. I don't even want to ask him at all because his dad is. Uh, he can be pretty brash. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I tried to get some dirt for the pod. I'm sorry, guys, but uh, we just have to go. We'll just have to go with a good, we'll good educated s- guess we'll here. Have to speculate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think there's a possibility he still signs in Ottawa, but if he gets moved." Yes, I yeah. I wonder if Shovel Dayoff will pay that price, or if he'll maybe say, you know, let's get like a Michael Furlander or something instead, and try to a little bit cheaper, right? With an opportunity to resign, a little cheaper, ten million. Yeah, probably wouldn't play in the top six. No, but would be a bit cheaper. yeah, and I think I feel like Panarin's pretty much the same. He's mm-hmm. gonna net a pretty similar price as Stone, I assume. Basically the same level yeah. of player. But um, so I've heard that the Jets are in on both of those teams. I assume other contenders like the Predators, Sharks will probably look into that mm-hmm. as well. Definitely with Stone. Uh, Stone's a right winger, right? Yeah. 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 So he's a right winger. So you look at the Jets' depth on the right wing. Like it's pretty deep, right? Mm-hmm. Like they got Liney Wheeler. I think Rozovic lines up as a right at the moment. I think he was center, was last, center last, last night. Yeah. I think that the lineup that they went with yesterday might have been potentially a lineup 
to see how Stone would fit with the group, right? Like, Because yeah. moving line A over to the left wing would be something that they need to do mm-hmm. if they're going to be bringing Stone in. Yeah, Because to sure. have Stone, line A, Wheeler all down the right wing, like, that's like potentially, I mean, what's Stone's contract right now? Like six, seven million? Like that's almost $25 million on, on the right wing. One side, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So maybe that's a little precursor of what they may have to do yeah, if they bring in Stone, to, right? Trying to fit him in there. Yeah. I think he'd be a solid pickup. Well, for any oh, team, but... I just think the popular choice here, too, eh? Like, yeah, he'd be super popular here, and, I mean, he's so good defensively. I think that's something that the Jets need a little bit of help with. Yeah, so. I think he leads the league in takeaways. He does, yeah. Sure, yeah. Or he, he did when they played Ottawa last. I that's right, yeah. said something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple Rangers guys are interesting. Hayes, Zuccarello. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about Kevin Hayes, just because I don't think he's a Paul Stastny. No. Where I, I, I don't see him as being much of an upgrade over Little. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I'd be okay bringing Hayes in if you're going to maybe either have him or Little as your fourth line center mm-hmm. below Lowry. But I don't think he's kind of going to be like a Paul Stastny. No. I don't think he's quite that tier. Definitely like a dynamic, dynamic center. Yeah. I know Hayes was, I think he was drafted as a winger, I'm pretty sure. But I don't exactly so, see him pairing up well with Line A. No, I, I don't Does see him. What do you think about Dezingle? Oh, uh, Ryan Dezingle? Yeah. I don't really know too much about him. Like, he's kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Ryan Dezingle, he's, what, has he got 25 goals this year? Uh, 22. 26? 22? 26. That's his age. Oh. Ah. 22 goals, 44 oh. points. Yeah. So, with Dezingle, man, like, I I don't really see him fitting anywhere on the Jets. I don't I don't see that. He's on a $28 million contract. It's a nice contract. I can only see him fitting in on the fourth line. I think that'll be a Boston thing. I think that I, that's my guess. Boston's pretty in on Dzingel, I think. And uh, sorry to go back to Stone. Yeah. Uh, my guess is I think Vegas is going to be hard after Stone. Yeah. And then I also think that uh, with his brother being in Calgary, I think that Stone this, would be a yeah, wicked fit for the Flames. Yeah, the Flames. I feel like the Flames and Golden Knights are two teams that nobody's really talking about mm-hmm. as far as as buyers. I mean, I, I think even maybe the New York Islanders could be like sneaky buyers and go in there and grab. Somebody. Yeah, I mean, they're in you first would, place. Right? You would. So, yeah, is that not? the craziest thing well, the Islanders are insane. in first in the Metro yeah like did you where would you have picked the Islanders at the beginning of the year losing losing Tavares like holy hey, smith I still thought they'd right, be not first in the yeah mm-hmm. yeah not first that's right <laughs> I thought not in second either <laughs> I thought I kind of thought they were gonna be like I still like Barzal Lee mm-hmm. Eberle yep. Brock Nelson like I still liked a lot of their players. I thought their defense was going to be terrible, but it's actually worked out decent. Well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the interesting thing about the Islanders too is that their I think their team save percentage right now is like nine thirty, which is just yeah. not gonna. That's gonna come it's down. It's not at some sustainable. Point. Yeah, it's yeah. Whether it happens in the playoffs or next year, it's mm. gonna, it's gonna happen. At that's some the point, Barry right? Trotz effect. Although well, at the same in the same breath, I think Braden Holby had like a two point nine goals against last year with the Caps for the season. Great in the playoffs. Exactly right. Like I just the team is just playing. Like they've had like a, I think it's been a big, big culture change there in New mm-hmm. York. Uh, back to the free agents though. Yeah, you know, here in the Doggy Hamilton, I'm not sure about Doggy Hamilton. I think that Carolina's like too close in the race right now. I don't think they'll be unloading. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to right. see that. I would not be surprised if they held on to Furland and Hamilton. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And what about Josh Hosang? Hosang's on the list. Yeah, where is he on the list? Like 16? Uh, yeah, 16th. Jeez, I got good vision. That's like Gretzky vision on the computer. <laughs> reading off numbers from like six feet away. Uh, Josh Hosang. I don't, 
man. I don't. I don't. Really I feel know like he could maybe. I feel like he could maybe use a, a change of scenery. I think so too. I think he's overstayed his welcome. He in definitely is. Long yeah. Island. He's, he's whether it's in the dressing room or but yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. I don't think we tired Gretzky's number league wide league wide yes yeah. do you think they should do the same thing with Lemieux 66? Mario Lemieux yeah 66 is no I don't think so because he I don't think they'll saying, ever do that again yeah who's saying who's saying was 66 and yeah uh, with the honors before Lou got there and Lou yeah Lou said <laughs> well even on the Devils like you no player was allowed to wear number 13 on the Devils while Lou Lamorella was there yeah. and you couldn't wear a number over number third over like a goalie number over number 30 unless you were like a special case like Yager or uh, I'm trying to think of another Gilmore? one. Doug Gilmore mm-hmm. used to play for the Devils. That's so. that's so bizarre. Yeah, isn't it? That's just weird. Isn't that weird? The, whole, I, uh, the number thing, thing too. Like I, I don't know what, what goes on behind the scenes with Joshua saying, but the number thing I give him a pass on because he Whatever. he wore yeah. it. It was controversial. He came out and said, I'm doing this to honor Mario. Mario Lemieux. Lemieux. I talked to him and exactly. he said I could wear it. Yeah. But people still had a problem with it. That's just yeah. that old school yeah. hockey culture that kind of yeah. is just like frustrating and, yeah. yeah but uh, I, I don't know if I see any teams chomping at the bit to get him but I can maybe I see so. him being a throw-in for a trade could be so yeah you know, very well could be because he's, he's putting up good numbers yeah. in the AHL so I wonder what Lou thinks about Matthew uh, Perot's beard right now <laughs> well I sure wouldn't be allowed to grow it <laughs> no. beards he would have to shave if he was on the Islanders definitely I'd request a trade nobody would recognize you man <laughs> yeah, yeah you'd, be like, you'd be actually have to block it mm. sorry Lou I can't do it but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. the guy on the list I think is pretty interesting is Gustav Nyquist from yeah. Detroit mm-hmm. one year left so he's UFA at the end of the year 48 points in 60 games quite a bounce back year because he, yeah. he had that one good year and then he kind of tailed off and uh, mm. now I mean for a lot of teams I I don't know if I see him fitting in with the Jets just because mm-hmm. I, I think unless it's Stoner Panarin who are like true game changers. Game changers, yeah. Whereas, you I know, don't, yeah. Nyquist is a good piece, but I could see him maybe fitting in better in like Nashville or San Nashville, Jose, yeah. like a team that might just need a little bit of solidifying the wing. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely agree with that. Um, and, uh, Nyquist is only making like $4 million, so that's an easy, yeah, that's pretty an easy contract to bring in yeah. for and, most uh, teams anyway. 20th year Jonathan Huberto. Huberto. Yeah, yeah he's kind of quietly been on the market a little bit, hey? Yeah. Well, Florida's a total disappointment, right? Every year. Yeah. yeah. They always have such a good-looking roster on paper. And, and then it's just and then it's just like, oh, man, what happened yeah. to Florida? And I'm, Injuries I, or... I'm kind of like a Florida closet fan, like I've kind of always have been. Oh. And um, it's just, yeah, it's it's a bummer, man. Like, they, that's a market that obviously, I mean... That gets made fun of all the time, right? Because the, the seats are always empty and stuff like that. But yeah. they just seem to underachieve. They seem to blow trades. It's I don't know. It's just it always. And then the old like the old guys go there to retire. Maybe not so much anymore. But that was kind of how it used to be in Florida. Like Gary Roberts went there and yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Belford did the same yeah, thing. Yeah. It's just I've never I've never really been able to take that club seriously. Yeah, really oh, for sure. It's really but unfortunate. They got swept by Colorado in '96, four straight. Yeah, and yeah. that's pretty much. Then, I mean, they won the division then, there. Like, well, I don't even know. It was like six or seven years ago, and then the next year they pulled a Colorado. That one year, won the division. Next year, yeah, like, one, historically bad. Yes, that's that's right. <laughs> I remember the year they won the division. They played the Devils in the first round in 2012, and I think the Devils had like. Nine more points than them, but Florida had home ice. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of those. Oh, I yeah. hated that. Oh, oh, look at Tim Hunter on the TV. You see that beak from Holloway. Holy smokes, <laughs> Timmy Hunter. Tim Hunter. Yeah, we got a 
What is this Moose Jaw Regina going in the background here? Yeah, that's right. We got a little... Well, 2-1. It's a close one, even though the shots are 22-9 to for Moose Jaw. Mm-hmm. Some good dub hockey here. Love right. it. Saskatchewan. They got a good team, Moose Jaw. Winnipeg yeah. or Jet Wu. Good Winnipeg boy. Oh, yeah. He's drafted by Vancouver. Yeah. Josh Brook is Roblin, Manitoba. Oh, really? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, yeah, the trade deadline is going to be interesting. I feel like we've kind of run through... Uh, most of the big names here, uh, and really interesting name I see here at 21. Yeah, Eli Tolvanen. Tolvanen and Roslovic are two interesting ones because I feel yes. like teams like the Senators and Blue Jackets, like if I'm Kekalainen or if I'm Pierre Dwaron, I'm saying the f- first name that's coming out of my mouth as far as which player do you want to return is probably Jack Roslovic or yep. Christian Veselainen from the Jets. Yes. And it all kind of yeah, it all kind of runs through that to start yeah. with. Yeah, I'd rather trade Fessalan and then Rossovic. You would rather trade Vess? Yeah, yeah. I, I think so too. I think so too. I'm, t- I'm <laughs> tough on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I I just I don't see. I don't I don't want to say I don't see a future of Vessalainen on the team because I do, but I just think that they're like Vessalainen is like that elite scorer type. Yeah, I feel like the Jets kind of have their top six. At least booked for the mm-hmm. next probably ten years for sure with what they've got. So I don't really see Vesline and fitting in anywhere on the Jets in the future. Would you trade Liney or Connor? Uh, I wouldn't trade either. For who? I wouldn't trade either of them. Okay, if you had to choose between oh, we were talking, if I had to choose we between talking, those two, I would unfortunately probably pick Nikolai Ehlers. We were, even though you didn't mention him. We were talking before about um, like before we started recording about. Who would you trade if you were going to trade straight up for Mark Stone? Right, one for one. Stone guarantees he's going to sign a five-year deal or something one like for that. One, eh? Do you trade? Line I guess a. you could throw Ehlers in there. Do you trade yeah. Connor Ehlers or Line A? I would trade Kyle Connor. I yeah. trade Line A. I think we all have different. And I would pick Ehlers. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Love it, guys. Love it. Ehlers. Why? Why Ehlers? I just think that yeah, that's a that's a good question. Well, I think that well, you got two left wings in Connor and uh, Connor and Ehlers. So I think for me, it comes down to those two because to me, Line A, oh. in my mind, Line A oh, should be untouchable as far as, far I think as the Jets goes. Yeah. So when it comes to Connor and Ehlers, I feel like Connor's kind of passed past Ehlers on the depth chart mm-hmm. in Winnipeg. I feel like he's uh, although when Ehlers gets his chance to play on the top line, like he's obviously shown. He's good, yeah. He's he's awesome. He's electric. He's super fun to watch. Mm. I just think that uh come playoff time, Ehlers might not be that build of player that you would and we kinda saw it last year. Maybe maybe he was banged up, maybe he wasn't, but yeah. I would just my opinion's kinda kinda based on last year's playoffs because to me he was just a little bit of a of a ghost. Kinda shy I don't want to say he shies away from that stuff, but as soon as he starts getting bumped around like when he gets bumped, like Ehlers goes flying, man. Yeah, like, he's got to be like 160 pounds. Yeah, that's he is. He needs got like to bulk that up. soccer player build, you know. But, yeah, but like, how do you bulk up without sacrificing your your speed? Because that guy cuts through the neutral zone like nobody I've ever seen. Yeah, he's right. amazing. I think his his strength is his speed and his, and that's what helps him gain zone entry. So I yeah, I think bulking up would kind of take some of that take away. Take that away, right? Yeah. Where it's like, I mean, it's kind of changing a little bit where you see guys, I mean, like, look at Braden Point. He's five foot ten, and he's probably 180 exactly. pounds Exactly, the league's different and, now, right? And he's yeah. got, like, 70-something points this year. No, he's amazing. Um, but, yeah, so I, I would go, I would trade Kyle Connor because mm-hmm. I find Connor and Lion A are very similar players, obviously mm-hmm. different, different yeah, hand. Yeah. Um, but I think they're both really, really good scorers. I think they both struggle defensively, and I think Line mm-hmm. A is a better scorer than Kyle Connor. Yeah, definitely. so that's yeah. where I would go with mm-hmm. Connor. And I know Don, you would trade Line A, so yeah, yeah, 
Probably because he's, he's a sense fan, right? He's like, yeah, right, trade line A, trade yeah, line A. trade line A, and while you're at it, toss Shafley in. Like, <laughs> I think yeah, exactly. Line A is like that one-trick pony. He stands in that circle and just rips it, right? Yeah. Again, where he's not a 200-foot player. It's, yeah, it's... it's and I was like... But like, are, are the other two is, guys 200-foot players? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They're like 150-foot players. Yeah. We'll go with that. Like, Definitely. They're more... Hockey sense more than line. A. There's a little more explosiveness yeah. to their game, yeah. whereas like we talked about with line, it just kind of seems dull. Like yeah, he's, yeah, he seems yeah. very. He's just like I feel like he's just very big and gangly, and yep. he's just he only so he basically he's like still is like an he's awkward like, teenager's he's, body. Exactly, he's yeah. like when you're driving to work in the morning down Ness Avenue, and all of a sudden this bus gets in your way, and it just like takes so long to get started up in the snow, yeah. and you're getting all pissed off because it's not moving. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I think line A is. He's like I want a big transit bus, like in the <laughs> yeah. in the snow, right? Yeah. Once it gets going, like it'll get you where you need to go, right? Oh, but for sure. definitely, yeah. I think I with where I fall with Ehlers. Um, I think Ehlers is an interesting case because you could make the argument he's a good defensive player. Yes. In the fact that he doesn't spend a lot of time in the D zone because he's right. so good at skating the puck out. Yeah. Best and defense is an offense, right? Like, yeah. Whereas like defense is, isn't necessarily anymore just like breaking up plays and blocking shots. Where it's like, you know, you look at a guy like Eric Carlson or even Dustin Bufflin, where right. it's like they have their giveaways. Every offensive yeah. defenseman, like Brent Burns has tons of giveaways. Exactly. But their strength is that they're not defending a lot because they're always in the offense. Listening zone, right? to Elliot Friedman when he talks about Carlson, he always refers to him as like an offenseman. Yeah, as an exactly. offenseman, right? Yeah, that's, that's such a good term for yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. And I, they, I remember them talking on the podcast a little while ago, the 31 Thoughts podcast, saying like maybe one day they'll get away from like positional hockey. Mm-hmm. Like, the way defensemen are now, are so it's so different than the way it used to be, right? Like the, yeah. the mold of me and you... Is is gone? Oh, uh, the yeah, old Darian Hatcher, like that mold, is yeah. is not there anymore. You know, you you still see those like kind of stay at home defensemen where it's and uh, you know I just locally anyways it's an easier guy to kind of pick on is Ben Sherrod for me where I find yes. I feel like Ben Sherrod is basically Mark Stewart but he can skate a but bit he can better. skate yep. yeah 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 so that's a, that's a super good point so you still have to be like a really good skater nowadays mm-hmm. but um. He's actually turned into quite the player. Sherratt. He's pretty serviceable. He's not he's like bad. he's not gonna blow you out of the water. Like he's not gonna amaze you any game. But he's a good. Yeah, I, I find when he's with Bufflin, that's mm-hmm. probably when he's at his best. Definitely. Like, um, so if if they can go into the playoffs, I still would like to get them them to get a defenseman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if like maybe Alec Martinez is available. Pretty yeah, team yeah, friendly yeah. deal. He's a lefty, but um, mm-hmm. um, anyways, but yeah, no, it's um. It is interesting, but I, I really doubt that Kevin Sheveldayoff is thinking about trading Ehlers, Connor, no, or Lyon. So. So. He's got his and I mean, they're young. They have time to improve their defensive yeah. deficiencies. There yeah. are other things like that. So. They're not going anywhere for the time being. Yeah. yeah. It's um, going to be very interesting. One guy, I kind of heard a little bit about this on the radio the other day. I think they were talking to, uh, I can't remember, was it might have been Michael Russo from the Minnesota Tribune? Whatever yeah. the name of the yeah, paper is the there. Yeah, yeah. But they were saying they were talking about uh, maybe the Jets. One of the pieces that the Jets might be missing was uh, a guy that was there last year. Was Matt Hendricks might just be a voice that mm-hmm. needs to be in the dressing room. Like I don't see them making a move like that, but maybe like a type of like depth player wouldn't be a bad wouldn't be a bad bad thing to bring in for the playoffs because they are very young. Like do they not have like the youngest forward group in the NHL? I think if not close, second like, youngest team in general. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that like. Adding in a veteran of not maybe the Matt Hendricks mold, but 
Uh, I can't exactly see the list here, I'm but think uh, who would fit that? Like, yeah, maybe the Zuccarello, but he would. Yes. You would want him to play. Yeah, you'd want you want somebody that could play because I I mean as as good as Mason Appleton and Brandon Lemieux are, like I just I think Adam that uh, bringing in a veteran like maybe like a Matt Calvert type or something like that on Colorado. I, I, I like Calvert. A yeah, lot, like a actually. player like that, yeah. I just think would be a, a, a huge addition to. Yeah, to the Jets. That's, that's kind of why I'm thinking Furlan too, because mm. I mean I don't Furlan. I don't. Um, oh, pardon me. I don't not like. I don't hate Brendan Lemieux like a lot of people do, but I just. I mean, you see yeah. the difference in the offensive zone time that the Jets had with Ehlers in the lineup instead yes. of Brendan Lemieux. Like it was. It was night and day. And I'm not it, like yes. it obviously isn't that black and white. Like Definitely. hockey's such a fickle game. There's luck. There's bounces. Yeah, we know like, how it is, right? Exactly. Yep. So, but I mean, if you, I think if you can find a guy that can kind of keep. Brendan Lemieux in the press box. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably a good thing. And I think of Michael yes. Furland or um, what was the other name you said? Calvert. I think Matt Calvert. Those two guys like would yep. kind of be good too. I think he's on a new contract, so I think he's a yeah. no-no. But it's that type of player. Is yeah, I'm kind of kind of mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, interesting. What do you think, Donnie? Sort of the bottom six score. Are you happy with that heading into playoffs? Or why well, we need to pick up someone maybe like to like for the depth. Yeah, for the depth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. bringing in a guy like Hendricks would be like almost like bringing in like a consultant, like, yeah, know, coach, much, right? Yeah. Like he's not gonna play. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, well, I, was, I, I initially defended the Hendricks signing last year. I didn't think he was gonna play as much as he did. Yeah, and he did, playing, but um, he actually he, wasn't bad. He played quite a bit. He, he was, mm-hmm. he was, yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't Definitely. as bad as I thought it would be. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. The trade deadline is... I feel like it's just more interesting locally now because it was always just like, oh, like, who's the fourth line, whatever, that we're trading this year for a third-round draft pick. Exactly. But now it's like... Love it now. This year is... We have a chance at a Stanley Cup. Yeah, and I might be actually... uh, We talked about this on our podcast, though, but uh, I think Timmy mentioned that uh, he might be coming down with the... Bit of a cold, maybe a trade deadline flu might have to uh, actually stay home from work. Yeah, I'm, uh, <coughs> I don't know. I'm not feeling too hot today here. Uh, I'm working Monday morning, so I'm, I'm still running hot a bit. Uh, yeah, I don't, Don. You're not looking too good. You might need to stay home Monday. Yeah, I think we're all sick. We might just have to quarantine hopefully, ourselves. Hopefully, and... nobody at work with listens to this. Yeah. <laughs> we're also really giving ourselves away. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> You can take a bite of your donut. Oh, I was about to take okay. a bite of my donut. I, was, I, got, I got a little scared. Yeah, no, they can't see you. Don, thanks for the donuts, buddy. <laughs> well, yeah. Just don't get sprinkles on my If anybody's floor. wondering, Safeboy Donut right here. Don, uh, Don brought him over for the podcast. He's got the hookup. Oh, the, you can probably hear the sprinkles dripping in the, <laughs> in the tray here. So I'm going to take a bite here. Leave it to the boys. Shut up. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get into our final segment here, which is uh, we're going to Talk a bit about our favorite hockey movies. We all picked two and coordinated our lists. So, uh, so we'll, we'll let uh, we'll let Don Ross take the uh, well, take the honors here. Tell, at, tell us about your first movie. My first movie. I was looking at the Chiefs there. So there you go. Um, I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, Jeff Hansen, Bobblehead, Slap Trot. You're a Slap Shot guy, eh? Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, it's a classic, a, a classic mm-hmm. old movie. Like our yeah. dad's movie. Oh yeah, type thing. <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> Where. Uh, I know, like, Goon would be this one of your choices, but it's like, Goon is our generation movie. Version of Slapshot. Yeah. 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 I feel like Slapshot, for me, I always just think of that first scene. I think it's so just, like, iconic where the goaltender, I can't remember his name, but uh, when he's talking to the guy on TV and he's cross-checking him. Cross-checking him. He's, like, oh, demonstrating the penalties, right? Yeah, yeah. He's slapping him. (laughs) Yeah, and he's just, like, hitting him and stuff like that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Just yeah, such yeah. a classic. But um, yeah, Slapshot's a really good one. That's, it's uh, 
That's one you could. I could watch that probably like a hundred times and yep. never, never get sick of it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's it's a little bit tougher because of the generational gap. I think yeah. for a lot of people, like that it's, old school hockey doesn't yeah. exactly resonate. But for sure. any of us, like we're kind of like in between those generations. I so. think we came in that kind of yeah sweet mm-hmm. spot where it was almost like the tail end of like the yes. rock'em sock'em videos. We have that and stuff appreciation like that, for that where, stuff, right? So we have the appreciation for that, but also yeah. we're. You know, yeah, we, we watch it with our dad, kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and I, 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 the song's escaping me right now. But like forever, that when they're driving down the when they're driving down the highway in the bus, when they're riding the bus, there's a song that they play in the background, and I, I can't remember what the hell the name of the song is, but uh, it gets stuck in my head from time to time, and it just. In my head, I just see the bus cruising down the the road with like the booster club behind him yeah. in the school bus. We should look square. Yeah. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah, Slapshot is, you know, when the, the Hansons are standing on the blue line and the ref's like, if I get anything funny out of you guys today, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Listen to a friggin' song! <laughs> uh, the guy, he keeps looking back. Yeah. You know, the guy with the opening face-off, he's like, uh, my wife left me. I'm mm-hmm. so drunk. If anyone hits me into the boards, I'm going to piss myself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> First shift, he gets drilled he into the boards. He friggin' pissed himself. He friggin' pissed Mr. Leahy. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's another, yeah. Not the price. Oh, YouTube ad. Oh no. Is this the bus song? Oh, I love this. Great song. Yeah. Sorry for that YouTube. We just gave some free advertising to uh, whoever that YouTube ad was from. I, I think uh, I'm not pleased. Yeah. <laughs> I should have had it on. I should have had the volume down. That's my fault. That's a rookie move on yeah. my part. Yeah, man. It's all good. Um, oh, a rich man over here. What do you got in your pocket? Some change. Oh, some change. I got a $2 coin from New Zealand in my pocket. Wow. From where? New Zealand. New Zealand. Jeez. That's pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. You'd you be able to get rid of that in a, like a drink machine or something, maybe? <laughs> maybe. Did someone just unload <laughs> that thinking, ah, it looks like a loony. Yeah. Um, Slapshot, what was your other movie? And uh, D2, Mighty Ducks, oh, D2. Uh, D2 is like, I had a tough time leaving that off my list. That's, that's my favorite one. Like, the first one always will hold a special place, but D2, I think, is just like... Mm-hmm. I mean, just like the campiness and everything. It's like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's so. I good. see like the team USA, like yeah. back to dress and come out in Mighty Ducks jersey. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. that's that's what I love about it. Just the the I don't want to say tackiness. The tackiness, but, but the it, tackiness. it is tacky. It's tacky yeah. for sure. I mean, like the, I love the fact that they worked in like you know Team Trinidad and Tobago. I know, like, right? The tie dye jerseys team, and the steel drums. Yes, and, of course. And but, like, team most, Iceland, of course. Team Iceland, which is like Iceland has. I mean, yes. They have a soccer team that's like they're all cousins because it's just it's such a small country, right? Yeah, the same last name. Yeah, there is like that politician in Manitoba. He was related to like twenty players on the Iceland soccer team. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, it was was incredible. And like, so I feel like, but it's just funny because like, I feel like the the filmmakers were just kind of like, well, Iceland sounds like that's scary. Vikings on who just lived they grew up in igloos and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. and I think they just played on that and you know like Team Italy is in yes. there and yes. yeah but um, it was nice to kind of like it was it was very gimmicky in that sense yeah, but, yeah. exactly you know the knuckle puck like, oh, that's the where the knuckle, knuckle puck. puck was born oh, you see is... my little guy's knuckle puck oh. down in the basement oh he can rip Jeez. a sponge puck 
Yeah, knuckle puck is his choice of shot, like mm. it was for probably us playing street hockey too, right? Oh yeah, back in the day, ripping knuckle pucks. It's knuckle puck time. And I still, that's all I think about when I see Keenan Tom. I still watch Saturday Night Live every week. See Keenan Thompson. I think uh, about the knuckle puck. Is that, was that him that yeah. played him? Yeah, that was uh, him. Whatever the kid's name was in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He was at um, when the Ducks had their uh, Mighty Ducks night recently. He was there. Um, Eldon Henson, who yes. played. Uh, uh, I can't remember. He plays Foggy in Daredevil. I know that's how okay. I know who he is, but yep. um, yeah, he, you know he played. Uh, oh, he's one of the Bash Brothers, the original one. Oh, uh, uh, I can't remember his name in the movie. Yeah, Fulton Reed sure. or something. Fulton in the movie. Reed. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Reed. Bandana and everything. Yeah, the original and, Bash uh, Bro. Right. Yeah, like uh, the girl played Connie was there and everything. So that was mm-hmm. that was pretty Daphne. cool. That is cool. Yeah, Julie, Julie the, the cat. cat. Julie of the course. cat. Daphne. Um, one thing I know you mentioned Mighty Ducks two D two or whatever, but yeah. uh, in the first movie. Um, there's a scene from a, a. They all go to an NHL game, right? Do you remember the two teams that are playing in the first in the first movie? Uh, I can't recall. The Minnesota North Stars and the Hartford Whalers. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, um, who's the North Star guy? Mike Madano. Madano. Yeah, Madano. Yes. Madano's in it. And then Paul Correa yeah. is in the second one. Yeah, no, third one. Is third one. Third one. Yeah, third one. Yeah, because he was the announcer. He was the announcer. Yeah, yeah. they brought him in. <laughs> that whole that whole trilogy is just amazing. It's like, awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they they after, and the Ducks won, and they changed the team, the university team, to from the Hawks to it was the like Ducks. Eden, Eden Hall or something. Mm-hmm. Eden Hall the Hawks. Or I don't something. know why I didn't have this as my favorite movie because D two I can just <laughs> it's great. I've yeah. seen it so many times. I want to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? Or it might sure. be. Yeah. I know the first yeah, one is for little, sure. Yeah, yeah, the first one. Mm-hmm. I know this one definitely is. Briggsy, give us your movie picks. Well, um, I'll go with my number two pick first, but uh, it's Ed's Goon. And yeah, for me, for sure. um, pretty easy choice. I, I've watched it many, many times, yeah. like probably more than most hockey movies, mm-hmm. at least recently. Um, it's a really big movie in my family, too. Like, um, Adrian watches it. Adrian's mom can quote it, like, mm-hmm. like no problem. I just love the little Winnipeg... Uh, um, tidbits in there and the Easter eggs, yeah, right? Like you, yeah. you know the streets they're walking down and stuff like that. So I think it's easy for somebody from Winnipeg or Portage La Prairie or mm-hmm. wherever the movie was filmed, like the Civic Center here on Ness. Like a lot of that movie yeah. was shot right at the Civic Saint, Center. St. James Canucks. Yeah, exactly. And I remember Talon Pagan, friend of the show. Oh yeah. Um, he uh, when he night, was playing absolutely. for. The, oh, you did nice. Well, he did. Was at yeah. Smitty's with you guys. He was nice. He. Uh, I remember him telling me that they had actually. Um, I think he was playing for the team at the time. Maybe it was Talon, mm-hmm. but I remember him saying that the whole inside of the arena was like the benches were, were orange. Or orange, like yeah. yeah, exactly. The orange town is sixty nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just so many. The yeah. whole like the penalty box fight and everything, yeah. like where the guy climbs the glass and like cracks Sean William Scott's head, or he like cracks his cracks his helmet helmet with his head. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they. Um, That's all at the Civic Center. I just love that. Yeah, that's that was really cool. So yeah, the Civic Center because like, yeah, I can't remember being there as a kid like playing and yeah. it's such a big building too where it's, it is you know, it felt so cool playing there and definitely yeah so it was, i think i did see it when the benches were painted and uh yeah you know, i think there was some uh some people involved with the canucks mm-hmm. that uh, didn't didn't like necessarily like that but i mean they probably got paid for oh it. yeah definitely they or the city I guess. they would have been paid off for rink. sure i just love the the whole winnipeg uh, yeah, I mean, i've I'm, never seen goon 2 though i haven't seen well, i haven't, it. Seen, I haven't seen the second no movie, so right? i'm just waiting for it to come on uh Netflix. Yeah, yes. like you, you can. I, I went to school for two years in the Exchange District, and mm-hmm. there's like tons of places down there that are in the movie, and yeah, there's a few a few other buildings you recognize. So. Exactly. Like yeah. it just it, to me, that's just so cool. Like, and, and the worst part is, it's it's. I don't know if it was like a low budget movie, but some of it's so cheesy. Like you see like the board ads for like 
Manitoba based companies and they're like playing in Quebec or whatever. Right? Yeah, like, it was exactly. things like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you still see the MTS Center logo on the scoreboard yeah. when they're yeah, playing yeah. in Quebec City or yeah. whatever. So it's mm. little things like that. It's like haha, the movie like it's a cute little mistake, but <laughs> yeah. because we're from here, right? Like that's easy for us to And you just see uh on the streets that the street fawn yes. in the movie mm-hmm. and Yeah, oh uh, Valor. Yeah. Valor Road. There I remember at one point he's like walking the girl home. And uh, he's like right by Slice's Pizza there, yeah, right on Portage Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just little things like that. I, that movie's just it just makes me laugh nonstop. Yeah, I could I could watch it now. And like such a good cast, you know, oh, Sean yeah. Scott, like yeah. is great. Um, Leah Schreiber, yes, is, um, Ross the Boss, right? Oh he's man, incredible. He's, he's uh yeah, just um, and he's uh he's the narrator for the what was it the twenty four seven? I think so. Movies, I think uh, yeah. documentaries or whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call those things. Was it Ross Ray? Is that his name? Ross the Boss Ray, yeah. 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 So. yeah. yeah. How do you say his name? Liev Schreiber or Schreiber? I think it's Liev Schreiber. He's got an unbelievable voice. Yeah. Just intimidating. He does, yeah. It's very, very yeah. low, very baritone. Whatever comes down to me and you on the street, kid, I'll knock you the F out. He <laughs> says something like <laughs> yeah. that to him. Like, yeah, he's sitting in the, oh. the old restaurant smoking in the pub or whatever it was. Yeah. But I so that's, watch Gooden again. Oh, I haven't it. seen it in a while. That's my number two. My number one is actually Mystery Alaska. Yes, Mystery Alaska is a movie that I didn't get a chance. To see you didn't? Oh, it's, no, I'm sorry. It's it, that's totally fine. That's another movie that I haven't seen in a long time, but that's a movie that I probably watched more than most hockey movies. Have you ever seen it, Don? No, I then, right now I probably not. So basically, for well, for these two guys because they haven't seen it yet, but uh, the premise of the movie basically is um, up in Alaska. There's this team, and Alaska is obviously pretty far away, so the hometown. Uh, yeah, the Alaska Aces, right? Yeah, so the mystery, the mystery team, um, they get together every Saturday morning and they play each other. They just throw the sticks in the middle and they just play each other. Yeah. And so word had kind of gotten out about this and they ended up with an ad in the hockey news was that this mystery team could rival any team in the NHL, but all they ever do is play against each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, they, some people from the NHL come down and they decide that they're going to send the New York Rangers to mystery for an exhibition game (laughs) right and so they're like what no pro teams that can't come here blah blah blah. we got to clean up the city and so they clean it up they build nice ranks and it's really it's uh i think russell crowe's the main the main character yeah yeah. i think i said to you that his hair is unbelievable in the movie he's a very handsome fellow yeah but uh i think sean connery's also in the movie he got lost in his eyes a lot hey got lost in his eyes pretty handsome guy i'm gonna lie (laughs) i I, I may just be envious of his hair but uh (laughs) but um so that movie is just uh, i think barry melrose has a little uh has a little stick in the movie too yeah um but yeah it's I, I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's you, you got to make sure you guys watch it because oh, it is it's up. such a classic. It's got so many good little one-liners that are so subtle and yeah, yeah it's a, it's a good one. So Mystery Alaska, my favorite hockey movie for sure. Burnsy. Uh, yeah, going back to the the, the nice hair. Mm. Um, the first pick for me is Miracle, mm. and that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's about the Americans. Yeah, but um, great story, amazing story, mm-hmm. and like. Truly, one of the best underdog stories of all time. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I just love every part of that movie. Like uh, Kurt Russell, yes, as, um, Kurt Herb Brooks, Brooks and, right. the, and the guys they got to play the players. Like none of them really, like similar to the players that were actually on the team. None mm-hmm. of those guys went on to have like big NHL careers. Yeah, aside from maybe yeah, like three or four, two yeah, or three or whatever. Yeah. Like none of those actors since that movie came out have gone on to like huge things. Anyways, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, just love the story, and I love how they they sh- they focus 
on the hockey, obviously, but they do focus a lot on the kind of behind the scenes thing where it's not just about that. It's also about like how the weight of what they're trying to do is right. weighing on Herb Brooks's marriage and stuff like that. Right, so yeah, they, they did, did that. a really good job of kind of balancing that personal stuff, but still having like some really good hockey action and some mm-hmm. really good one-liners like you know this isn't some throwaway game up in rochester mm-hmm. and stuff yep. like that little and, things like that yeah. you know calling that one player candy ass because of a bruise on the leg or mm-hmm. some bruise on the leg is far from the heart or something like that just like classic <laughs> lines that uh, oh yeah if i'm a coach i'll ever i probably won't call my <laughs> players a candy ass but uh, <laughs> no definitely a not bruise on the leg is far from the heart that's a good one that is a good one that was such a good movie when we were talking about this the other day when was the first time you saw it i know you mentioned you yeah, the first I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so did I. Yeah, I don't know when. It, actually, I have it up here. So 2004. So I would have been. Uh, oh man, I don't even know. Not yeah. even in high school yet. Middle mm-hmm. school. Middle school. Yeah, grade seven maybe. And uh, yeah, the first time I saw it actually it came out, and uh, me and a few teammates went to see it. And then the next day we ended up winning the uh, tournament of champions. That had the championship awesome. the next day. Yeah. So we went, we saw it, got to bed early, woke up the next day, and yeah, won, all won a championship. Yeah, Steven Burns. Winnipeg, Manitoba. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were asking us where like we're Rizzi from. Like <laughs> that, Yeah, that's a great scene too. Like mm. just, yeah. The man makers, again. Yeah. So again. many good ones. Mm-hmm. Even the doctors telling him to stop. Yes. No, like, him no. again. They shut the lights off on him and he's still skating. He's still skating. Yeah, they're all puking on the ice. Yeah, but Rizzo saves the day. That's yeah. why he's the captain. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, but then my second pick uh, is actually a documentary I oh, saw on so Netflix. Um, Ice Guardians. A few years ago called Ice Guardians, I think. Uh, I'm not sure who is actually behind it, but I know that the HockeyFights.com guys... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Kelly Chase. Yeah, is uh, one of the producers. Yeah, for the movie. Yep. and I know that they were interviewed in it, and I just thought it was such an interesting look and uh, you know something you don't really think about with as far as enforcers go. And I know right. like the the enforcer kind of as we know it is, I would say pretty much gone. Where like you still have certain guys like Michael Haley, Matt Martin, but then they even kind of you have guys around, yeah. like Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves who like. Right. I mean, Ryan Reeves had a pretty nice assist against. He's the turned Jets himself into actually yesterday. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. the, I mean, you you have guys now that it's like they're they're skilled enough to play on a fourth line, mm-hmm. maybe a third line. You have the rare Tom Wilson who like. Of course. He yeah. just compliments oh, top man. six players. Pretty so rare, well, yeah. Right? But um, I, I thought it was. Pisky Taylor Pisky. She's, so. she's yeah. from Winnipeg, isn't she? Yeah. Volleyball player, is that right? I believe so. Jeez, I must have creeped her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, Good for Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it was, uh, I thought it was just interesting, and even just like the preparation yes. for was the most interesting part to me where it just shed light on the fact that, you know, Kevin Westgarth, I think it was, was talking about how. What like, a good character. Like, what a good look into his career yeah right? like what, what kind of person he is the like, guy in and out of the lineup like yeah, like yeah a really never... smart guy well oh, yeah. spoken like yeah. kind of not how you would uh uh you generalize an enforcer right exactly kind of generalize what they're all like mm-hmm. right? but it's like where yeah like certain players would be like okay well we gotta stop this guy or he has a tendency to do this short backhand pass at the blue line sort of thing he's sitting in a room mm-hmm. you know being like, okay, we're playing the Sharks, so I gotta fight Michael Haley. And yeah. So I'm gonna watch videos of Michael Haley fighting. Watching him fighting, yeah. Yeah, exactly. and it's different in that, like, I mean, it, it would be, it would take a physical, like, a mental toll oh, on you man. 
to be to have to just prepare to fight somebody, right? Yeah, Especially exactly. you know you're a boxer, you have months and months to prepare. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you're an enforcer, you're game by game basis. You're thinking, okay, who's you the toughest it. guy on the you other team? Yeah. that's the guy who I'm going to fight. That's the guy I got to go. And with I thought, yeah, so I just thought it was. I, I mean, I'm not even a big fan of fighting. I, I like a good good yeah. tussle every now and then. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not I'm not one of those people who thinks it should be banned. Mm-hmm. But um, if I just thought, oh, well, like, yeah, fine, okay, like. It's not like every game. When, yeah, when it happens organically. Yeah, yeah, two guys who are pissed off and they just want to settle things. Exactly. Right? Like in the Moose game on, uh, I can't remember if you were there on Sunday, were you there? No. No, so J.C. LePon hit a guy on uh, the Milwaukee Admirals and it was a pretty big hit. And I just like, I like the response. I like J.C. knew what to do like, he, right he, away. He, right? He, was, he knows someone's coming. Yeah, and you watch LePon and that's probably generally how most of his fights start, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Playing somebody. hard, right? Pissing somebody yeah, off. Exactly. Yeah. To me, that's okay. And he doesn't care. Like mm-hmm. he, he knows that's part of his job too, right? Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's, um, but yeah, I just thought it, it, it's um, even some uh, knuckle sandwiches. He won't mind. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. He's hungry. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right on. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. I just thought it uh, it shed light on something that, um, you know, I mean, I don't think a lot of people think about that when it comes to enforcers. They just no. think, you know, there's a big meathead and uh, mm-hmm. certain, and, you know, and I, I thought uh, uh, highlighting Brian McGratton, too, oh, and man. kind of, I mean, yeah. like his substance abuse that, came from his career as a fighter and just like other things going on in his life Mm -hmm. so i thought that was really interesting too but uh he he seems like he i mean all the guys in the video seem like they kind of you know went through their struggles but definitely they've kind of a lot of times they're like the best people oh yeah the enforcers are the best people yeah for sure right because they they just have that like protection instinct right like they that's their job is to protect the stars right and you look at like a star player like you know if the if you reverse the roles and uh, Kevin Westgarth's getting beat up and you got little Johnny Goudreau out there on the ice and, uh, you know, he's probably not going to jump in there to defend Westgarth, you know? Yeah. Probably not going to happen. Exactly. So they just ha- they have that, like, fatherly instinct of, like, protection. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just I resonate with that so well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. But anyway, I think Mark that... Messier, yeah. he stuck out for himself, but he's, he was a great player. He was a yeah. big guy. Yeah. There's he's, certain yeah. guys that... Sound like are Mark. kind of a rare case. Yeah, they're just big and intense. Yeah. Wendell and like, Clark, like exactly. These are guys that they can go toe to toe with the the big heavyweights, but they right. can also score twenty Tom goals yeah. right now. Right, yeah. Tom, Tom Wilson, Wilson is the probably the best version of that now. Yeah, in the league. yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone like Grasky, you won't never ever see him fight. Mm-hmm. No, 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 definitely. <laughs> and he because shouldn't. That's, that's why we had like Marty McSorry. Yeah. with him. But even the other, yeah, and but even in the other night mm-hmm. when. Uh, who did Shifley fight on the uh, almost Avalanche? Fought, almost fought. Almost had to. I was like, oh my god. Most yeah. of the time I get upset when the line's been jumping early, but I am so glad. Happy that that early. happened? He yeah. would have got tuned. He would have got absolutely yeah. tuned. That, and then Lowry fought him, which is a much better match. Which is a much better trade-off. Yeah. Right. Jeez. Yeah. That, that scared me a that lot. That was a nice response, though, like from Colorado, especially because when uh, I think it was Rantanen stuck out his leg. And yes. uh, tripped. I think it was Shifley at the time. Shifley, yeah. And then Truba came in and beat down Ranton, yeah. right? So that was like, a, okay, you touch our star, we're going to go after one of yours. And yeah. I think that's what Z- Zadorov was trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael Gary Scott. What's that? Was that man? Oh, on the TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. guy. You guys are big office guys, eh? Yeah. Love it. That's right. <laughs> Steve Carell's a big hockey player. Yeah. Is he really? He oh, was... yeah. He, 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 he like a top. Like junior A or something. He was like a really? high school hockey goalie or something. Jeez. Like that. Somebody, was th- somebody was saying the other day, pretty that high level apparently. Yeah, high level guy. 
Somebody, I think it might have been Adrian or like maybe her sister. Somebody said the other day, like, you know what? He's gotten a lot better looking in, it, in age. And they were like, just look at him in the commercial. I was like, he's oh. a silver fox. I was like, he's a silver fox, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Briggsy, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, thrilled to have you. And hopefully we'll have you back in yeah. a few more episodes. If you guys don't mind. I whatever, would... uh, yeah. whatever you want to come out, man. I think I'm just programmed to talk hockey. Like, I don't know if I'm this good at anything else. So this is uh, this is my jam. So whatever you guys need, have, have me. Boys, it's been a pleasure, and Don, thank you so much for the donut. No yeah, yeah, thanks for appreciate that. Man. You're you, you just know the way to my heart, buddy. Uh, on an episode of The Office, it's, uh, <laughs> Michael Scott is his birthday. He he hates Toby Flenderson, and he's, uh, he's like like I bought him donuts for my birthday. It's your birthday. I f- totally forgot. Totally I, forgot. forgot. I think it was like. Oh, you forgot my birthday. I forgot to give you a donut. <laughs> awesome. It's a life lesson. That's yeah. what you got to do to the haters. Haters don't get donuts. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay, well, that, I did it again. Alrighty. That's what I say all the time. That's hey, your words. That's your uh, word, yeah. Alrighty. Oh, um, thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Check Enjoy. out my podcast, too, yes, guys. Come yeah. on. Okay, plug time. <laughs> yeah, plug time, guys. Check you get, out. You get 30 seconds. Go. Check out the Tongues Out hockey show with me and my co-host, Tim Hikeway. Um, usually, I, I dressed up in a jersey a lot like Tim dresses up. That's the ironic part is you can't actually see what I'm wearing, but I'm wearing a Red Wings jersey. Um, we uh, we essentially do the same thing as these guys. It, it's just uh, we're probably two bigger idiots than these he, two here. He's so. not. He's wearing a Rangers jersey. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a Ranger. I would not be caught wearing a Ranger jersey. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So check out the Tongues Out Hockey Podcast now on Apple. Oh my God. Yeah. Definitely do that. It's uh, I've listened to five or six episodes lately, and it's uh, yeah, you guys do great work. Thanks, so, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate that. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Thank you very much again. And uh, what do we always say? Drive safe. Mm-hmm. Drive safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do that. Keep your stick on the ice. Keep hey, your everybody. stick on the ice. And keep your head up. Keep your head up. Because <laughs> you'll get hit if you don't. Mm-hmm. Yes. You get hit by that. Can't, that Dustin Bufflin train on Mark Stone. Oh right. Yeah. Exactly. Do they uh, make up? If uh, Mark Stone comes I back, think, yeah. I, think they made up <laughs> well, I think they probably would make up. Yeah. <laughs>